0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to CoHebrew Sessions. I'm on Tokyo, and today I'm joined by Eatmon. Eatmon is a digital artist with over 15 years in the creative industry. His fractal-based artworks explore a universe of hyper-futurist realities and minimalist geometry. Some of his public and institutional engagements include the RISD Museum hosted by Adobe, UX Talk Tokyo, Hello Future Summit Shanghai, and the University of Toronto's iSchool. On this episode, we explore how Eatmon got started in digital art, where he draws his inspiration from for his works, and we discuss the upcoming City Lights NFT collection launch on November 22nd. For more information on his City Lights collection launching next Monday, you can visit kohi.art. That's K-O-H-I i.art. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is mm-hmm. our, our first episode, so uh, it's, our, it's our pleasure to, to have you here and uh, I actually got to spend some time with you uh, just probably, what was it, just over a week ago when we were in New York City for NFT NYC.
1: That's right. I can't believe that it's been already one week, but it's, it feels like a dream, you know? It's like, what happened? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. It's actually two weeks tomorrow would have been the day oh that I flew yeah. in, and I, I know that you had already been there for a few days. Um,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: That was, that was a busy week. Uh, we had mm. lots of great meetings and we spent some time mm. together and I don't know if the audience is aware, uh, but we, we booked out, uh, some, some advertising time in Times Square for City Lights. Yeah,
1: that is, uh, honestly like a dream come true. Uh, I, I've never expected, uh, to have the City Lights go up in Times Square. I, I remember you, you hit me up, you're like, like literally one week before, like, Hey, um. Can we put something up on the Times Square city lights? We're thinking about doing something there. I'm like, uh, of course. <laughs> we, but one week, and like, uh, you would you would expect something like this to be like, you know, planned ahead. But it is boom, it, It's just how fast the whole industry moves, man, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it, it came together really quickly. And um, also, yep. if you're not aware, I mean, the visuals those that was you. You put those visuals together for us that were shown in Times Thank Square. Thank
1: you. Yeah, no, thank you. It, it was great. Um, it's, it, it was fun to really put that to, uh, into a very interesting format. Uh, it's not your usual uh, H, you know, HD format, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll make sure, sure to include that in the show notes. Uh, I know we've got some video as well, so we'll put the stills up, put the videos up, uh, awesome. have a look. It's really, really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I guess we could just jump right into it. Um, if you wanted to, I guess, just maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. Like who is Eatmon? Um, how did you get started into creating digital art?
1: Well, yeah, well, uh, I'll try to make a long story short. Um, so Eatmon, I mean, it, it's is—it's really a funny way of saying ape man, like a monkey man, because um, the monkey so happens to be my spiritual animal. Um, and uh, it's sort of like a day to day reminder is like, you know, don't take life too seriously, enjoy the ride and just, you know, and create. Like I, I, I love, like I, I drew, like I created stuff since my passion for, for arts and creativity was when I was a very young age and like probably when I was like four or five years old and, um, and Eatmon sort of like really came, the reason how I came about Eatmon is that I was really bored in class. In university or something, I said, decided. Well, you know what? There's so many people going out there with their AKAs. If they could do it, so can I. So I decided to just out of the, out of out of thin air. All right, I'm going to create something called Eatmon, represents a monkey. And and then digital art is interesting because you know I used to play. You know, I think maybe the, the listeners will be will agree it's the same is, is that I play a lot of Nintendo, like a lot of video games. Right, we're talking the 8-bit Nintendo, the SNES, and I was so obsessed with like. The pixels uh, of, of Mario or Link. And I would actually whip out my grid paper, just like line paper, and just sort of draw exactly how many pixels that is, right? So it, it was so, it was like my first interactive engagement with video, like video games, right? Interactivity. And then that kind of like manifested later on when, you know, when Photoshop came around, I was like, oh wow, you mean I could actually create my own Mario characters? And that got me hooked. So wow. uh, I was, yeah, I was more into, you know, so that, so digital or Photoshop or these sort of tools were, were my, my gateway into um, starting the digital, the digital realm Yeah. That's basically so, it.
0: So were you an eighties gaming kid, nineties gaming kid? Like, I guess, was it um, like NES, was that your first system or was it SNES? Uh,
1: my first, my, my first one was NES. Okay. So I guess like okay. late eighties kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, same, yeah, same here. Crazy. Uh, Nintendo <laughs> system, SNES. <laughs> Sega, Yo, I, Famicom,
1: Famicom,
0: in Japan. Famicom was there. Yes, yeah. yes.
1: Like my cousin had the eight-bit, like had the Famicom. I go, what is this thing? What the hell is this? And, it's, and I and I realized, like, this was this was before the Nintendo Entertainment System came into North America, and then they had these games, dude. Like they are like, I've never heard of it. We, in, in north america we just got at the time dragon quest one it was called dragon war in north america but japan's dragon quest one my cousin had dragon quest three and i was like uh where's dragon quest two and, and then that, that's when i realized oh my god like japan like they're so ahead with like this games and all that kind of stuff but that again that sort of led me to that world of like anime and all those video games and all that kind of stuff it's crazy
0: absolutely wow that's great so uh, what year are we talking here? You, you come up with, with eight man, and then you derive eatmon from that. And is your first step to, uh, you know, check for the domain name or, or how do you, how do you, you know, decide that you're going to create digital art under that alias? Like where did you start?
1: Well, um, to, to to be honest, like there are, there were a lot of conferences during, you you remember the flash days? Yes. You know, flashes where you're popping up, right. Early 2000s. Right. And, you know, I knew that there were these major conferences that are happening. Flash forward. uh, At the time, FITC, it it was the acronym for Flash in the Can uh, because it's Flash in Canada, which is where I'm from. And uh, I decided to, you know what, I'm going to use my student discount. I'm going to attend my first ever conference at FITC because there were these household names that were coming from all over the world to, to, to come together in Toronto to talk about cool shit. Like even before new media was even like a, a a buzzword, right? So we had Yugo Nakamura from Japan. We had Joshua Davis from the United States. You know, we got all these like uh well, we had John Maida, John Maida, or it says Maida Maida. Uh we had him coming in. Like these are the 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 OG of of digital art, in my honest opinion. Uh they were killing. The flash, like they were like providing this new way of looking and engaging content online through the flash platform. And when I after that, when I saw what they were doing, I was like, oh my God, these guys were marrying art and computer programming together to create awesome stuff, like really cool stuff. And I was like, wow, this is this is the medium that I wanted because again, what I, I allude to do to well, my, my early days of playing Nintendo and Mario with immersive, like now I can actually do it on my computer at home. And so that was a very powerful uh, 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 you know, inspiration or aha moment for me that this is the area that I need to go forward with.
0: Wow. Yeah. I, I in university yeah. as well, had a, had a flash course and where it all sort of hit home for me is, you know, action script. You remember, yeah. that, obviously, and then <laughs> yeah. being able to yeah. do these things dynamically and in flash mm-hmm. and putting it on the website and embedding it. And like, it was just, it was, Crazy. It was amazing. It was so fun. Yeah.
1: Action script. Yeah. Action script two and Script Script 3.0. Yeah. It's just, it's, it was, a, it's, it was great. I, I I loved it all. It was, it was a great learning experience in, in that world. Yeah.
0: So in, let's say it was 2004, 2005, was the first iteration of City Lights, would that have been done in Flash?
1: Uh, That would have been done, yes, in Flash, simply because I was inspired by what everyone was doing at FITC, right? And I remember that day coming back from the conference and I was like, okay, I kind of understand how they did it. So with my very limited Flash knowledge and my limited knowledge of ActionScript, I I was able to hack something together Uh, in action script was it like 2.0, 2.0 at the time. Yeah. I say 2.0. And, and, and I had a very rudimentary um, uh, version of, of, of generative items or pieces. And then yes, long story short, that's exactly how it came out. It was through, it was through the flash platform. Yes.
0: Okay. We'll have to I know you've been sharing some of these on twitter so in the show notes as well we'll we'll put some maybe we can do like a rough timeline we can show you know 2004 2005 like you know city lights then and and slowly as it as it you know grew over the years we can we can show
1: some imagery there sure sure yeah definitely
0: and so what 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 made city lights really really fit for you uh with cohi
1: well you know to be honest city lights is one is definitely one of my passion um personal art pieces right and i knew deep down that um i had something very uh, precious that i created and i really felt that that when the time is right that i will uh, reintroduce city light like it, it's always been an ongoing series but to really put a stamp or, or like a uh, they go? You it's know, sort of mark on, you know, bringing it back into uh, into the limelight it has to be with the right people, um, with the right mindset, um, the right philosophy uh, in how they see, um, in, you know, how they how they view their 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 approach to whatever endeavor they're doing, uh, whatever platform, uh, and it just so happens that. You know we are engaged in in the nft ecosystem it's it's fucking crazy as we all know uh, on that note you know at the end of the day uh as much as i want city lights to be in every single platform ever i felt that you know with you guys you have the right uh, mindset in what cohee uh, at least from my perspective, right? I might—I don't know everything. I don't know anything, like not everything what you guys do. I understand how you are uh, approaching uh, on-chain um, um, NFTs in the in, in the most—I don't like to think again—a a very pure, a very pure approach. And this purity I, I attach with it because uh, I, I believe that City Lights is again a, a very—I mean. It's, it's not just vibrant and, and really cool-looking, but there is a, 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 a calmness. There is a, there is a breathing space to, to, to allow the art to manifest itself. And I feel that with what you're doing with NFTs, despite the, all the noise that's happening, you have a very clear focus, pure focus, in where you want to bring NFTs, bringing artists back into the center of the conversation, not just another, like, Here's another crazy thing that's happening. It's just like, but we, you guys have the right mindset to really curate uh, um, uh, uh, a collection that understands uh, sort of the whole. Uh, uh, I feel like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say, it, but it's like it's a very Zen approach in how you approach it, how how you how you push these things out, despite what everyone else is doing. And I really align with that. So well, that's, that's beautiful. How I feel that it's time. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you. you.
0: And that was Thank one you. of the things you know you bring up zen and one of the areas that we really connected on is our relationship with japan um you know my partner yeah. is japanese and just in general um the inspiration that we draw from that country and the time that we spent there i know that that is also um a big part of city lights to you as well as is, is true is the country and their culture yes
1: yes yeah, so i'll be very short on like I'll, if i explain very short um, brief about that is so that yeah I, Japan kept on calling me back. Right. I, I went to Japan for the first time, like on my own. And I was totally inspired by the, the the city lights signages in Shinjuku in Tokyo. And I was like, I wanted to capture that that energy that emanated from the city lights that some was able to balance between the busy work life with Zen and 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 and, and, and you know spirituality like the japan seems to be able to find that like that that middle ground to balance these things and that was the first sort of like indication like you know how do i capture that 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 expression and therefore city lights was sort of like my my attempt to uh to express it or to explore that notion
0: yeah you're that i I can't wait to to visit again. And you're right, that energy in uh, Shinjuku or Shibuya, just walking around 3am, 4am, oh. so vibrant, all the people, the lights, you know, going out, you know, if you want to work, find a coffee shop, like everything is open. It's just, it's, it's a whole other world over there. It's, it's. Um,
1: so you must have been, yeah, I know, right? Like so you must have been like, you know, walked around in some like, pathway, and you did, kind of got lost, and you probably like discovered some new area, right?
0: Uh, I'm for, I'm always getting <laughs> lost in Tokyo. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> oh man, I agree. So yeah, it keeps on calling me back. And then every, you know, every iteration is like, you know, this time I want to take clearer pictures. I want to do more detail. And So over the years, um, since I guess 2000, I think the first city lights was 2006, it sort of manifested, you know, it got better and better and, and it matured over the years. And here we are 2021 can you believe it oh my god yeah
0: amazing like 15 (laughs) 16 years later and you know now you're deploying it on chain you're putting it on ethereum and yeah it's just grown to be this this huge project so that's really exciting
1: thank you thank you thank you um yeah it's 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 pretty crazy uh so on that note i feel that city lights is now evolved into the next phase where everything is done programmatically, all done in code. So I'm really excited because, you know, not only does City Lights look amazing, like the, the, the one that we're going to be launching together, um, but as an, as an artist, as a creator, as a coder, um, I feel that I've accomplished something that, that, I, that I myself have bettered myself as a creator, as an artist, uh, because I took this challenge to, all right, let's not take photos anymore. Let's do it on code challenge accepted
0: that's great okay we'll 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 step away from city lights just for a sec um i know that sure. we took some questions on discord and one of the questions that just kept kept keep keep coming up from our members was regarding a project that you did for canada goose um i think you did a collaboration mm-hmm. with them and you designed yeah. a jacket with them here in canada yeah. could you share some more about about that project uh I think I ideally people were wondering how it started and they're just generally they're just very curious about it.
1: Oh okay uh, basically I out of the blue I emailed the CEO uh, Danny Reese and I basically said, hey look, you know you guys do the best park out like you know outdoor parkas in the game um, and I like to think that, you know, I'm uh, an emerging digital artist going to break ground. And, you know, I, I you know, I, I think what would a collaboration look like? And uh, he, he didn't respond to me immediately, but, you know, I, I kept, you know, I emailed him again to, to follow up. And then one day he did reply back uh, and uh, he said, you know what? We're not doing any collabs right now, but why don't you come to our Toronto head office? And no, just, just get to know each other. And I, I remember I booked my via rail train ticket right away. And I went all the way to Toronto to meet with this guy. And uh, yeah, and he's like, you know, why don't, you know, we just had a great conversation. He gave me the tour. And he's like, you know, why don't you uh, let's let's follow up, throw me some sketches and I'll give you some feedback and we'll just bounce ideas. Like there, nothing's for certain, right? Right. And and that's and that's how it started to evolve. Um, And then through that, I remember it was like, as if I was out in in a movie set or something out of a movie type of situation where I was in New York having lunch with him. and then, you know, he just decided right then and there, okay, okay. made the decision. I'm going to get you to Toronto. I want you to meet my executive team and we're going to go. We're going to figure this out.
0: Amazing from an email and there you are in New York. (laughs) Wow. Now, How, okay. So how, how big was the addition? It must've been small. Very yeah, limited. the edition was
1: very, very limited, uh, 150 editions.
0: Okay, wow. Well, yeah, it, I, you know, people probably don't know what we're talking about, so we'll we'll include them in the show notes. Some some pictures from them. So, do you? I mean, you obviously have one. Do you own more than one?
1: I I I have one, and I might have another. <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: it size large? Huh?
1: No, huh? <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, okay, okay. But it's it's like yeah, it's it's um, it's in safekeeping. <laughs>
0: Just As it should be, yeah, 150 yeah. editions, amazing. Well, wow. yeah,
1: we sold yeah 150 editions, and we distributed it across all over the world. And we were we even select they even allowed me to select the the, the, the type of stores, uh, which stores to get them, and all that. Uh, so we had them in the Colette in Paris at the time, uh, Harvey Nichols across the UK. I remember they had one the jackets in in uh, South Korea. Um, in of course in, in, in Ottawa, Canada, uh, New York had it. Yeah, it, it was, it was, but every store had maybe 10 or 20 pieces. It was extremely rare, extremely rare.
0: Great. Yeah. Wow.
1: Okay, oh, so and, that- and yeah, be, yeah. Be, and then there's like a, you know, you check out the jacket, but I designed the whole jacket from the outside, even down to the textiles, but the inside lining is the artwork that talks about my, 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 my Canadian and my Chinese heritage is a very interesting Canadian story, mosaic story. Uh, you can so, see yeah,
0: how that journey there. sort of blends together on the inside lining,
1: the visuals. There. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Some hidden characters in there, too. If you do, there's a monkey in there. You can probably find it, too. It's hidden there.
0: Hidden <laughs> characters. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. I also yeah. heard that yeah. there was
0: some hidden characters, hidden elements to the City of Light collection, maybe?
1: Uh yes, uh, well I mean I mean, for, for for our launch
0: yeah for the twenty twenty one for the Kochi launch,
1: well the twenty twenty one launch. So what I've done is that um, there are seven as I mentioned there are seven elements that are hatched right right fire water wood earth metal um, and uh, the hologram uh, and I think there's one element anyway so seven elements and what I've done is that I decided to write a poem of like a message of empowerment, a message of positivity that, that, that aligns with each of the elements. So when you generate the artwork uh, or when, when it gets minted, um, the, the scriptures will appear or uh, distributed randomly, uh, randomly uh, in all the city panels. So you can kind of like see some of the wordings uh, from the poem, uh, but at the end of the day, um, uh, you would also see the poem in its metadata properties. Uh, so that you can see the whole thing, but I think you know. I think that for this one, it's it's really about um, you know positive messages is, is what I want to uh, to to convey in these elements. Who knows? Maybe in the future, could be some hidden images next time. Who knows? <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, yeah I, I've seen it. It's uh, yeah. I don't want to give anything away either, but they're, they're <laughs> yeah. all they're all beautiful. I've seen so many.
1: I dude, I'm like seriously. I mean. I don't know if I could say this like to your audience, but like when I meant when I did the tests mints, I'm like, my God! I hope that this comes up again in, in the, the actual mints because it looks so damn good. But they all look great. I was like, ah. Oh.
0: I know it, it's. Uh, I was doing the same. I was generating some, and you fall in love with this one, and then I see this other yeah. one, and I say, okay, well, no, that's that's the one. And then ev- it the just one. they're all great. It's amazing, <laughs> um, and just the variety yeah. that you can get from those two. Um, okay.
1: What it's what amazing. that's what, Thank you. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, I ensure that um, I, I added so many um, properties and variables into this piece uh, so that at the end of the day, you will have a very unique City Lights piece, regardless of the outcome it's, it's going to look freaking awesome
0: awesome yeah. okay um so another question uh, pretty general question from the community that yep. came up a couple of times was your work is very unique and people were just wondering if you could talk about some things that inspire you or inspire your art
1: yeah sure thing um and, you know a lot of people ask me that too and a lot would assume that it would be like another creator another artist like in the visual art sense to be quite honest my inspiration really comes from everything but like visual arts like like day-to-day things like you know going for a run um when i'm traveling um, ie going to japan you know just getting lost in in the city um having a cup of coffee you know you know even brewing a cup of coffee kohi by the way <laughs> shout out <laughs> the kohi um but it's, it's sort of like the I, I get inspiration from the everyday the things that uh, that we as human beings tend to take things to granted but I like to dig a little deeper and understand like okay well why this why th- why are things the way they are like you know why you know all, all these sort of na- either natural phenomena or the way the world operates the wor- way the world works uh, the, uh, the way people think the way, um, you know, you know, it's a sort of like all these holistic narratives that come into play, and I find that by experiencing them through my travels, through talking to people, uh, you know, th- that gets me excited. I want to know people's story. Yeah. You know, I go to New York, I meet all these people. They're all these creatives doing crazy things and great things. But at the end of the day, I'm really no. I what I'm more excited about is like how what brought you here. You all have a unique story. That got, got, that got you to where you are today. And, and I love those things because that empowers me, that inspires me. And, and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm not the only one who's, who's trying to push the medium, trying to push boundaries. That gets me excited. That gets me inspired. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think we can agree even on all of those points. Um, running to me is also very inspirational. I think just slowing down in general, um, you know, mm. meditation, walking in nature, running, spending time by yourself and analyzing and thinking and drawing inspiration from different things that you see. I think that that's really important. And one thing that we all really don't do, especially in the NFT space is just really slow down and like really take some time for ourselves to, you know, figure out what we're working towards and that sort of thing. So that's really, that's really great that you raised some of those points.
1: Yeah. um, That's yeah. It's, it's (laughs) I thought that I could, it, it is really I thought that what we are engaged in a Web 2.0 world was fast. Web 3 and where we're going with NFTs is even faster. It's crazy, but we have not. We can't forget that you know. At the end of the day, you know, we have 24 hours in the day. Um, it's it, like look up to the sky. Just look at the blue sky. I think it's. I think we we need to remind ourselves that you know, with all that's going on in the metaverse, but we're still rooted to you know the here and now presently. Yeah absolutely stay present for sure so
0: Mm -hmm. the next question that uh came up a bit is we do have a lot of artists that are getting into the nft space um so we Mm -hmm. just in general any point any pointers for them advice two or three points that you might want to talk about or share
1: uh well i mean this is only from my my personal point of view right so maybe my view may not be in the same alignment um, but for me, honestly, when I start getting to it, the, the main the main reason why is because I'm an artist. I want to create. And this was a fantastic medium to explore. You know, this is, I see this as, I see NFTs as a, a new channel for artistic expression for me to engage in. Um, it was never, it was never a, 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 how do I say it's, it was never something to, 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 you know, how do I, it it, it was never something like it was never a FOMO, you know, the everyone talking about FOMO fear of missing out. It was never that sort of like engagement for me. It was more like, this is an area that I want to explore and create. And Hey, if I sell something that's great, you know, that's, that's fantastic. But the bottom line for me was um, I need to understand the space I want to create for the space because, uh, already, uh, whether or not I sell something, it's already, I'm already reaping the dividends because people are seeing my work. People are acknowledging my creations. I've, 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 I've reached, I think, you know, I've, I've, I've connected to this, this new arena of, of, of community that to me, I'm already really happy about. So, um, for those who are creating, you have, I think, for, honestly, see it as a, a platform, see it as something where you can express your artwork um, and, and, and try, I mean, at the end of the day, I know, you know, I think selling something is great, but ensure that, again, I'm just talking from my, from my perspective, don't lose focus of why you're creating art in the first place.
0: That's, yeah, that's, those are some really, really great points. I mean, at the end of the day, like create, cause you love creating. Right. I mean, that's what you're, right. you're there to do. It's, it's not for the monetary gain and people asked right. about collecting as well. And it's, a, it's similar. It's like, you should collect the NFTs or, you know, the digital art that you're, you're drawn to like collect the art that right. you like, don't collect, you know, the art that you think is going to be worth, you know, 0. 0.3 <laughs> eth more next week. And you want to flip it. Like, you know, you should collect the stuff that you love.
1: Yeah, I hundred percent. And, you know, and I'm not perfect either. I, I, re, I have to check myself. I have to remind myself like Eric or Eatmon, like, why are you, why, why are you in here? Why are you, why are you an artist? Why did you choose? Why, why are you an artist in the first place before NFTs ever happened? I am an artist because I want to be as free as possible to create without boundaries. That's my, my, that's my passion. And if it so happens to be, if NFTs allows that another way of channeling challenging uh, channel uh, channeling that uh, passion, then yes, I will engage with it and, and, and let the universe unravel itself. Let the universe figure that out.
0: I think that's a yeah that's a beautiful point. We could even just end on that is, is just create without boundaries. I think that that you couldn't have put that any better.
1: There you go. Yeah, that's Indeed. it. And I,
0: I think, um, so the one last thing I think that we should talk about is initially we had planned on having this conversation in the morning over coffee, but I know our schedules were, you know, were very full today. Um, mm. and Kohi is, if you don't, people don't know, it means coffee in Japanese and we all have, you know, a very special relationship with our coffee. It's part of our morning ritual. Can you share with us your coffee <laughs> ritual or what you use to make coffee in the morning?
1: yeah uh yeah i love coffee no doubt about it so my my ritual is i have um uh, uh, I, I actually in kyoto i bought uh, a kai kai, kai kado, uh it's kind of like a, a tea caddy yes. or coffee bean caddy
0: i have one as well from kyoto wow. you do yes
1: <laughs> well of course we'll, we'll, we'll put that in the everyone. show notes
0: so people can yeah. see how long they've been made for and how special they are and we'll, we'll put that down
1: extremely special and um and I got one of those, I put my beans in it. And I, you know, I have a Hario, uh, uh, weight scale. And I usually put around like between 15 to 17 grams of beans. Um, if I want a stronger one, I go 19, I have a grinder and I have a fellow stag, um, uh, gooseneck kettle, uh, which uh, you know, does a really great, uh, bloom, um, on the, uh, you know, I, I, it's a drip style. So I go, I always go drip and yeah, bloom style on the, uh, on the, uh, on the coffee okay great um, Great yeah, setup. So, i have a similar yeah. similar
0: similar setup uh same kettle we'll put all of that in the show notes so people can sort of see um that's classic yeah. classic drip style coffee right there
1: yes oh and, and a big fan of hasami porcelain i have to throw that in because i love hasami porcelain it's yes talk about minimalism <laughs> yes i was like i think it's be- beautiful beautiful yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know if you can get that in north america maybe you can i know it it's originally from japan as well yep
1: yeah. yeah uh i well i think in vancouver i don't know about what in the states side, but i know in canada you can you can get it easily uh through old faithful and it's a store through a vancouver shop and yeah if you buy something over 45 bucks it's free shipping across canada so why not
0: okay well there you go well we'll old faithful we'll put that in the notes as well and people can uh take a peek at your, your coffee setup. Yeah. There.
1: Once you begin, <laughs> there's no going back. <laughs> there
0: is not. Okay. Well, it's been a pleasure. Right. Uh, thanks for joining right. me on our first episode and it was really, really great to talk to you and we're looking forward to your launch, uh, November 22nd, so that's one week from tomorrow. So cohe.art join us on discord. We'll see you then.
1: See you soon. Looking forward. Thank you very much for having me.